What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HTS Pro Talk, your weekly Louis Sports Podcast. This is episode 216 for the week of January 2nd, 2022. The title of this episode is Back to Business. You know what I should have said to open up the show? What? Welcome to HTS Pro Talk, your weekly Hey Louise sports podcast, where the points sometimes matter. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Because they don't matter all the time. Kind but of. They matter sometimes. My <laughs> name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in the exclusive Raleigh HCS hoodie, Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? You know... Yeah, we're doing. Uh, we're doing. <laughs> we're, we're, we're fucking. Oh, you know. We're, we're, yeah, we're we're doing uh, the do as the kids doing would the say. do. Okay. Yeah. So wasn't it Zarners who was like, uh, <laughs> did we have a conversation about do country? And oh basically yeah. We determined that like everywhere is do country right. because they just want to say that to get to to sell more Mountain Dew. It's pot. Yeah. Yeah. True. Those sneaky motherfuckers. <sighs> as you drink d- Diet Mountain Dew on the show, not an ad. Not, we're not sponsored by no Pepsi. Let's turn that around. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even give them the satisfaction of it being on the camera. No, you get the gray back of the label. There you go. Yeah, fuck you, Pepsi. <laughs> um, ass, though. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> that's, that's going to make them come our way. Yeah. Didn't you, you know guys what? say fuck you to us? Uh, What? It was a, it's, we're it's, doing the do, guys. Doing, yeah. Yeah. We, we, go, we go hard, <laughs> you know? Uh, for those who are turning in the live show, welcome. What is up, Subspirit? Welcome to the live show. Good to see you. Hope everyone is having a great day. We're going to talk about some shit. Will, do you want to know what is coming up on this week's episode of the show? Uh, yeah, what do we got? The feedback around Halo and the HCS is, believe it or not, being heard. Okay? Really? It's being heard, Will. Maybe. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll see. We'll Man, have to wait and see. Tashi's gonna fucking hate us. He is. Um, <laughs> episode two hundred. Go go listen to that interview if you haven't already. Uh, tournament announcements because you know that's kind of what point of our show is. Yeah. HCS so, stuff. A bit. Uh, Roster Mania has officially begun for the twenty twenty two HCS season. Will. And so we have, we have a few teams to highlight for you. So we're yeah. not gonna go like balls deep in this shit yet. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna deep. we're not gonna get so far into the weeds. Instead, we're going to focus on the three that happened. What's up, Eric? Welcome back to the live show. Um, <laughs> this is in Dew Country. Fuck you is the term of endearment. Beautiful. That's it. We should just get Mountain Dew merch that says fuck you on it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> the back uh, screams Dew Country. Oh, my God. It will go over well. Uh, tournament recaps, including the first Infinite HCS Open Series. Uh, Map Legends returns for a double feature. As a matter of fact, so we have two. If you guys don't know what Map Legends is, it is a collaborative effort that uh, the folks over at Podcast Evolved, your home for Halo, uh, well, that's halopodcast.com. Uh, they do a Map Legends segment, which is a deep dive into the lore aspect of uh, Halo maps. And so we have two segments for you today. We're going to go into those later on in the show, so stay tuned for that. Uh, more infinite modes could be on the way, Will. There's a there's a plethora, if I was to use a, a little bit bigger of a big boy word Ooh. on the show. Plethora. You know? Smorgasbord would be another word that I would <laughs> that I would use to explain the amount of modes that we might be getting in Infinite. All right. Nice little smorgasbord. 
There's a TikTok, right. Will. I know. I'm sorry. Wait, There's, you're talking about TikTok? I know, right? It's crazy. Oh, boy. I know. There's a TikTok of a, of a woman, an older um, woman, and she... She called a charcuterie board a uh, charcuterie board. Okay, yeah, I yeah, see you've seen one. that one. Yep. Yeah, and so I wanted to say a charcuterie board of modes that could be coming or or char, a charcuterie board. Great, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. We are a PG rated show over here. Just kidding. Um, and then finally, the CDL is going through a rough time to say the least. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the yeah. shenanigans happen over on that side of the world. It's it's funny because I I should save this for this segment, but I really don't care. I really wanted to tweet um you you know the 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 gif or like the meme of um what is it James Franco being hung and it's like first time. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I've never oh, seen that it's, one. It's, it's a thing that I see all the time. And I wanted to just be like to the CDL, to the CDL community with that. And like first time, because we've, we've been through as a halo, we, as a competitive halo community, we've been through some shit. We have been left out to dry, so to speak at yeah. times. Yeah. And now things are obviously making that turning point because infinite released, mm-hmm. but now the CDL folks are kind of going through what, what we have gone through. And um, so yeah, maybe we should say, screw it. We'll talk about it now. Um, all the investment that went into this league too, from the teams and everything else, it's, it's tough. We should save it for the, for the segment because Nate, we talk about what Nate shot said as well. Gotcha. So yeah, we'll yeah, we'll did- save it for the segment because luckily we do have a segment devoted to the CEL stuff and other games. But Will, without further ado, let's actually get into some competitive Halo news. And like I mentioned before, believe it or not, uh, HCS feedback is being addressed soon. So <laughs> this is I was time. I was I just had to throw some shit there. You know, I'm <laughs> no, sorry. I hear you. I hear stuff you. is happening here. It's all good. Uh, Crunchy Dad still love the name. Will always love the name. Says, hey hey, just stopping by to say hello. But I'm going to listen to the pod tomorrow at work. Hey, thank you for stopping by. You have a great fucking night and. Uh, You'll, you'll listen to this again when you listen to the show tomorrow, but uh, we love you, love the name, and enjoy your day at work tomorrow. So, the, HCF, the HCS feedback is being addressed soon. This is by Tashi, and he states, so uh, Kolek actually asked and said, wonder when HCS will help make, uh, make the amateurs experience any better than Raleigh and the past HCS events. Tashi repeat, uh, replied with working on it and on a blog that will address feedback. Look for it in the new year. So hopefully that'll be coming uh, relatively soon is what we would hope Um, because there's a lot of feedback that uh, folks are wanting, especially considering the open series that just took place. Uh, We'll talk about that drama later on in the show. So, and then um, dude with a three instead of the E we've talked about before. uh, He says, so when is three for three industries going to contact some Brazilian orgs and talk to them and show that you guys really want to grow halo. I would love to help you guys take initiative on this. Tashi replied with already in contact with a major one won't happen overnight, but we are committed to growing the scene over time. So that's awesome. Yeah. And Tashi, I believe talked to us about it, that they had to start small and they had to drop back in refocus and then rebranch out. So 
it's good to hear that things are in the works. Absolutely. And it was good. It was good to get that actual information from him, like through this tweet, right? Yeah. That it add, it is actually being worked on. And it might be difficult now that this season has technically started. So I wouldn't imagine personally seeing it until next season. Right. Agreed. Agreed. I can. Yes, I can agree with that statement. Um, HCS provides the content for partner teams. This is by Optic Roger. And I didn't mean to make that sound like a bad thing. There, I just want to provide my context to it after I re- read what Optic Roger said. So he stated, HCS delivered over one terabyte of content from Raleigh to provide to the partner teams. Comms, behind the scenes, interviews, etc. These guys are head and shoulders above everyone else in under two months. You can really see the love and dedication they have for Halo. So I want to commend the HCS team for doing that. So congratulations to you guys. That's fucking awesome. Keep that going. But I also tweeted this out and I want to just say on the show as well that I'm really glad this is happening for partner teams. Yeah. But I would love if as long as it's feasible, as long as it's feasible, right, to give the uh, this type of content um if anything if like comms um footage whatever it may be to the amateur teams like if they make it to a specific point in the tournament so it doesn't like if they make it to main stage on a LAN, yeah right give them that content because they made it that fucking far if they make it out of pool play and they make it into champ bracket give them that content because they made it that far like I'm not saying you need to give everybody in the open bracket everything, yeah, right? But like ridiculous. expanding a little bit further than just the partner teams. Because uh, again, if feasible, I'm not saying it needs to happen immediately. But like I think it'd be really cool as a step in the in the future. And then yes, I did see Eric. Have a great night. Uh, we'll catch you next time. And then also thank you for gifting a sub to Sub Spirit. As a matter of fact, and Sub, I saw you thanked Eric. You get a woo. There it is, baby. <laughs> Um, gosh, so nice. Absolutely. Eric's, Eric's one of the best. Part your kind. Eric's one of the best. Halo infinite multiplayer map tips. This is my wonder boy. I already included live fire and streets last episode, but he just made a video for bizarre. So I wanted to include all three of them. You can check them all out. Uh, exclamation point show notes in the chat or, uh, the Google doc of the show notes of the show, all that fun stuff. Check it out. Halo Australia with the T's is by Halo Australia. And I quote Halo Australia weekly and monthly tournaments will resume in January. That's this month. Big announcements to come soon. Fuck. Yes. Keep your eyes peeled over at Halo Australia. Yes, please. Women's Halo infinite four V four tournament has been announced. This is by Kunoichi CGL. I probably butchered that and I apologize. But the tournament is taking place on January 15th, 2022 at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a $500 prize pool plus crowdfunding. So if you want to donate, check out the information in the in the link. Again, exclamation point show notes in the chat. Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Season two of the Halo League has been announced. This is by Halo Competitive over on Twitter. Introducing season two of the Halo League. A 2,000 euro 4v4 EU league starts the 19th of January, 45 uh, euro entry per team, and the playoffs are the 18th of the 20th of February. And then a $2,000 4v4 North American league starts again on the 19th of January, $45 entry per team, 
and playoffs are the 25th through the 27th of February. So if you're interested in any of that, again, links to everything. Google Talk is shown to the show. And finally, the last piece of competitive news that we have for you this week. The Penn Halo January Draft Tournament has been announced. This is by Penn Halo, and they state, $500 plus prize pool. $10 entry until 12 a.m. Eastern time. I think that's probably over now. It's taking place on January 30th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. It's a double elimination bracket. You can find out all the other information at the link provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Who would have fucking thought that? We've only been doing it for two years, three years. Oh, my God, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> I, w- I was thinking about, like, or you know how people are, like, tweeting their recaps of the year and whatnot? Yeah. Part of me thought we started the live show in 2021, but we didn't. It was no. in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've just, like, fucking crazy. That's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Wii sports needs and their new merch. Check that out too. Tuesday, January 4th, we have the HCS Pro Series for Mexico and Australia, New Zealand. On Wednesday, January 5th, we have the HCS Pro Series for EU. On Thursday, January 6th, we have the HCS Pro Series for North America in the Please Boss Man Halo Infinite 4v4. On Friday, January 7th, we have the EGL Master Chief Cup number 5. Saturday, January 8th, we have the Europa Halo Kickoff Cup, the Halo Draft League Halo Infinite Draft 4v4, and the EGL Halo Banished Cup. And then the reason why I said HCS Pro Series is because on Sunday, January 9th, We have the HCS Open Series for Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, EU, and North America. That's why I put emphasis on things, you know? I was really surprised. Oh, surprised. didn't say Mambo number five. I said the fat in like the the way that works. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm just surprised you didn't follow it up because usually you do. Mambo number fat. Thank you. Also, I totally forgot to include this in the news because, uh, I mentioned in the upcoming tournaments that the Europa Halo kickoff cup is taking place. Guys, Europa Halo. Again, this is like, I did the, like breaking news, but it's not breaking news. I just forgot to include it. So Europa Halo, don't hate me. I'm sorry, Jersey. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Calm down. So they have a full roadmap as well for the entire year. Wow. (laughs) Can I get a, wow. Thank you. Where I give you the mumbo number fat, you give me the wow. There, there, there it is. Jesus Christ! So Europa Halo has an entire roadmap for 2022 as well. Um, they revealed a small chunk of it for the very beginning here. Um, I'll make sure to include the link in the show notes so it actually can be found then. But uh, yeah, that is the first event of the roadmap. So stay tuned for all the fun stuff. They're gonna have a two v two tournament that's gonna take place. They're gonna. They're going to have a bunch of cool shit, and I can't fucking wait. It's so, so exciting. Um, but that is it for your upcoming, upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all the Halo sports scenes and their merch, which you should buy if you'd like. And if you don't, just uh, message Maddie and say, fuck you. <laughs> but if you do... If you do do that, say it's from Josh. Say it's from me. Yeah, do it. Just he'll get it. 
He'll understand. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it's like, who's that? Who the fuck's Josh? Like, what's the guy's been shouting out your fucking website for the fucking like past year, basically? It's been more than a year, man. We've been doing. What am I doing? What year is it? Where are we? Uh, oh God, are you gonna uh, say what I think you're about to say? Who? who? Oh, okay. All I right. don't know. That's. Oh, fuck! What do we got next? Rustermania. Yeah. Some Rustermania. Yeah. Start off with Nated. Oh, Nated. Over on Twitter, he says. Stays? He says. He says. He says. He says. Ooh, baby. When he moves, he moves. That is the oldest American Idol reference you'll probably ever hear in your lifetime. That was season one, wasn't it? Maybe. Was he season one? Who? That dude. Who, like, did She Bangs, She Bangs? God, season one or season two? Yeah. yeah. It was so... William Hung. That's it. I saw him. Wow, we're old as shit. You saw him? Yeah, so... Uh, he rode He rode that fame so, as much as he possibly could. Um, I can't forget. I think it was... It was fall. And me and a few buddies were going to a Minneapolis uh, bar club type thing. Because a band was playing there. I think I've heard this story. Uh, you know the band. Uh, they're called Some Shitty Cover Band. They're really good. But we went to go see them, and we get there early. We pay our cover charge. We get in, and we walk in the front door, and who's on stage but William fucking Hung doing the shebang. She <laughs> he literally rode that he fame for the longest time that he could. Yep. So uh, I got to witness that in person, which was great, and he hung around for a little bit. Didn't go up to him or anything, because I'm like, it's William Hung, like, but yeah, he did. Anyway, Thrustermania, right? Third season. Third season. Okay. He is currently 38 years old. It was early 2004 as, as a result of his unsuccessful audition performance of Ricky Martin's hit song, She Bangs, on oh, the third season yeah, of the guy, television series, American Idol. I mean, poor guy. He wrote that. Fuck he, yeah, he, he, he went on press tours and stuff. He knew exactly what he was doing. So anyway, good Nate, for him. Get Nate, that bag, bro. Back to Rostermania. Nated States. There it is. So unfortunately, anything HCS official, I can't participate in until after the first season is over due to my involvement with the Forerunners. Looks like season two might have to be my official return if it happens. Got to play in a couple more events for the fans. You that go. you do. Nated eventual return. Uh, from G2 Esports, Arctic is uh, gone and in his Tusk. So they signed Tusk. It's now Tusk, Sab, Straight Sick, and Gilkey. Indeed. XSAT made some changes. They released Porky J and Filthy G. Half their roster. They signed Arctic and Tony Sun. So that now includes Kratos, Suspector, Arctic, and Tony Sun. And then Gamers First, G1, however you want to reference them. They released Gunshot and they signed Ollie formerly known as Commonly, and that is now a team of Ollie, Predevenator, Squalite, and Sargoth. Very nice. And that's what we have for Rostermania. As of right now. For now. Um, Justin says, just retired, JK. Good to see him eventually return. Also, Justin, welcome back to the live show. Uh, I, I want to see Nated just like get a couple more in there just to be like, you know, why not? Fuck it. 
see if he can make another like surprise run like he did with the Legions. And I mean, the fact that he's been he's been streaming for as long as he has, his hands aren't cold. Like the man can still play, and I've seen him play some infinite. He can still play. So it's it's just the question of like, sub says nated plus formal would be pog poggers, bro. Uh, who knows who he'd be picked up by or the team that he'd create. Yeah. Because I, I, in all honesty, and this is no, this is no knock to Nated, but like he's not going to be picked up by a top tier squad that that's established in infinite, especially after the first year is done. I just don't see that happening. Not unless he can somehow prove himself that, Hey, he's back for infinite, right? Sure. But anything's possible. I just don't see that. I, I can, I can agree. I can agree. Just considering, I mean, he could play, he could stream ranked and just create content around ranked. And I mean, hell, he could even, if he wanted to, he could play in community run tournaments that aren't HCS and face it involved. True. Um, To like keep himself consistent and getting like tournament experience back. Like he has, he has tournament experience out the wazoo, but like just getting back into that groove again. Well, he, I think he, he has all the experience, but he, I think he still needs to prove himself again. Yeah, oh, 100%. Say, hey, hey, look at what I'm doing. Pick me up. Right. A- absolutely agree. So who knows? Who he'd play with at this point, though? I don't know. <sighs> I, all I the talents in the idea. open series. You know what I mean? Like They just need to bring. So we knew Enable was playing on, on status quo. Yeah. So the question of whether or not he continues to play with status quo. But like, let's say a year goes by, right? The 2022 goes by. We have our new roadmap for 2023, the full year, because Tasha, you're going to keep doing that, right? <laughs> right. Um, let's just say hypothetically speaking, that happens, right? And Nate is able to unretire because now he's eligible to play. Um, it's Nated, Enable, um, Neighbor, and Formal. Ogre uh, two, Ogre two just coming yeah, back. Yeah, just coming back. He did. He he was at Raleigh. Yeah, he did play. And yeah, yeah. played that big team battle, Bonanza, <laughs> yeah. and got shit on. No, he didn't get shit on. He actually played pretty well, if I'm not mistaken. But I heard, um, who was it? Echidna. Yeah. Saying that. So I popped in her stream. Yeah. And she was saying that, like, the, the her team, like, they didn't know how to throw the seeds. And she, like, t- told them, like, halfway, like, partway through. Like, so you're he, not alone. You weren't yeah, alone. I wasn't alone. Oh, my God. I wasn't God. alone. So, um, that's, like, we saw that huge momentum shift for GB at the end, right? Yeah. That's when she piped up and was like, what are you doing? Like, throw them. That was the whole game changer right there. Right. Which was crazy. It is. Like, it is crazy. What I thought was what I thought was the game changer was when fucking Ubernick was in his fucking scorpion tank and just oh, he got, yeah he annihilated it's like he got two rounds of slays and nobody grabbed the flag. Yeah, it was no I'm like, what are we fucking watching here, guys? When you talk about objective proficiency. That wasn't it. No, that team was not doing it. But no, like anyway. Oath, um shout out to her as well. And like Obviously, her her play speaks for itself, but uh, like she, I think she was sitting next to Ogre too, yeah. j- just to be in that situation. Yeah, or just sitting next to him, and like he he looks like just the most calm dude ever. He does, and I'm like, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, I wouldn't know what to do with my hands. I'd just be like, 
that's it's you, man. You're there. You're sitting right there. Be like, fuck. Um, but no, they all did really well. They did. So they did. yeah, all right. Good for them. Did you want to take this next one or should I? Uh, it's up to you. All right, we got some scrim recaps. And this is via HS Skim. Wow, words. Scrim, scrim Tracker by Moses of Forerunner GG. So we'll start off with December 29th. We had Ascend play against Navi. It was at 8-2 going to Ascend. E United took on Team War, 10-3 to E United. And then FaZe Clan went up against Cloud9 and lost 4-7. Cloud9 still showing some dominance. In they, they are. On December 30th. We're gonna see, you're going to see another Cloud9 dominant victory <laughs> in, in a little bit here. Just wait. Uh, e United 3-0 built by gamers. E United 6-0 Gears Pros. E United 7-0 The Guard. G2 Esports won 10-3 against Status Quo. Complexity 5-4 against G2 Esports. And Cloud9 9-1 against Gamers First. That's not the one I was even referencing. It's next day. On January 1st, FaZe won 8-5 against G2. Cloud9 13-0. Oh, against the E-United? Yeah. January 2nd. Cloud9, 10-3 against KCP. E-United, 8-5 against G2. And then Optic, 8-5 against E-United. What's up, Legend? He says, yo, what up, boys? Just, just watching one of y'all's episodes. Hey, thank you very much. Hey, now you're watching another one. And you're watching live, baby. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Cloud9 are clear. Like, okay, scrims are scrims, right? You're not going to give up all your strats. But you, you're, you're keeping those hands warm. You're trying some new things out, getting things locked in, whatever it may be, right? Yeah. Um, Cloud9. Who boy. They're looking spicy. You know what I'm, you know what I just hope? And I've been th- it's in the back of my head, like, the entire time. Mm. All I want. Also, what's up, Davey Wavy? Welcome back to the live show. Uh, one of the things. So, like, the, it's always in my fucking eyes. It's so stupid. But uh, I think I remember it during a CDL champs um, or not CDL, but like just Call of Duty champs. Okay. And E United when they had uh, Clay, um, Simp and Abizi, um, and Arcities, I think even at that time. Because I think that was the team that won Worlds at one point in time. But uh, just hearing the E United chants in the, in the crowd, yeah. I just want that for Halo too. Sure. Because I just, I love the way that just rolls off the tongue with a chant. It's like optic gaming or let's go optic. You know, sure. it's the same thing. It just, it, it just sounds really good in the chant. So I just, and I, I root for the E United boys in that regard. I want that to happen. Um, All good, Dave. Good luck in your class today, my friend. I hope it is a good one. And I hope you learn lots of things. Go ahead, Will. I'm sorry. All right. We'll move on to some tournament and league recaps. Actually, I am going to cut you off oh, just for oh, a second oh. because I always do this. Uh, but uh, in all seriousness, we did say how scrims are scrims, right? But if you want to watch some high-level gameplay from these professional players, go to that Foreigner GG article in the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in chat. Uh, Dave already did it. You can click on that link. Um, and go to that Foreigner GG article because... Linked in there should be one of the POVs that was streaming um, their scrim. So if you want to watch some high-level gameplay taking place there and you don't have time um, to tune into one of their streams live, go check out those links. Awesome. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. I'm sorry. All right. First up, we have College Halo Infinite 4 before results. In fourth place, we had Texas A&M. 
This included Te Pokemon Guy, Drifted Ty, uh, I'm going to go with Blakey, and BT Fluffy. In third, we had Florida International, which was Hunter Killers, Pandemon, <coughs> Your Sandwich, and Virtual Josh. <coughs> Fuck! <laughs> you get some G Fuel powder down the throat? That's the second time today! Fuck! Uh, <coughs> Ah! Oh my God! A rage with the tier one subs. Fault. He's just killing Josh over here with the seventeen month resub. Woo! Yeah, hopefully that loosens up the powder. (coughs) Man, dude, it's literally second time today. I was so focused on his re. God damn it! I'm oh, I'm a mess. (laughs) Thirty's killing me, dude. (laughs) Oh my God, guys, don't turn thirty. It's not worth it. I promise. It sucks. <laughs> Body's fucking deteriorating. You want you want to know something real quick? I'm sorry you're reading through the tournament results, but just real quick. Every time. Woke up. <laughs> fuck you. Woke up the other day, and I wasn't feeling like P. Diddy. Instead, I woke up. I, <laughs> that was a Kesha reference. I was I? stretching out. I was just stretching out in bed, right? After waking up. I fucking, like, strain a muscle in my leg. What the fuck? Dude. You got to stay limber. Oh my God. 30 sucks. Okay. Florida International. All right. Again, the college Halo Infinite 4 before results. <sighs> Fourth place was Texas A&M. Third place was Florida International. Taking home 50 bucks. I already said their name. So we'll move on to the second place team. ASU Maroon. Taking home 150 bucks. It was Jelly Beams. Butter Beams. <coughs> Go ahead. Aeronomics <coughs> and Eagleless won. Very In nice. First place, University of North America. God. Wow. 300 bucks to them. It that was a real thing. I'm looking it up. Go Josh is going to look up if University of North America is a real thing. Um, I'm going to stall while I try to read this name. Is it Mithoru? Mithoruk? Uh, Maxki? Uh, Shaka and Armor VA. I don't know. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's in Virginia. Huh. Who thought? I was, I'm not going to. I won't do it. Don't worry. Even though it's West. Mm. <laughs> See, I'm I was going to do it. I was thinking. I okay. Okay. I was thinking the name was more like a America. Fuck it. Like saving the world every motherfucking day. Yeah. <sighs> Terrorist your days through. Cause now you're gonna answer to America. Fuck yeah. Uh, Team America World Police. Uh, is it like, is it lick my ass and suck on my balls? <laughs> so lick my ass and suck on my balls. Moving on. Don't DMCA us, please. We, I don't think we could get close enough. Also, we're not a fucking family show, if that wasn't figured out already. Uh, is it this? Is it Metal State? Halo Infinite? Yo! TV2? Zarb at the eight-month resub. You get a face. I mean, language. <laughs> Why you got to do that to the man? <laughs> Why? Well, I thought we were past this. Well, one, two, no. three. Face. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you only get that when Drunk Will's out, okay? <laughs> Zard, all right, I'm out. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. I can't stop him. No, Zard, thank you for the eight-month resub. You get a woo! Thank you, sir. Very much appreciated. All right. May, may I continue? 
what? Yeah. Metal State Halo Infinite 2v2 Cup results. In fourth place was Team Naz. I don't have player names. Third place uh, was GHC1. Second was Carnage Gaming. And first, don't use P-word Randy's. <laughs> what? I'm wondering if that goes on a list, Will. Of worst? Um, what, does it? I'm wondering. Does yeah. It? Worst? Okay. I, I also added something to the bottom of this page. Oh, you did? I, I saw you type in. I saw you type in. We'll, we'll just save that for later because I don't want like no, you're good, you're good. things to happen, but we'll. it's an idea. So you added to the bottom of that page or the, or the page we're currently on? Oh, I thought it was on that page. I don't know where you put it. It's fucking Brian oh, with the same. Hold on. Oh, I like that. Yeah, secrets. I like that. <laughs> I like that idea. All right, we're keeping that shit. But yeah, uh, don't use P word. Ra- what the like the Randy at the it's end? The worst team names of the year. Yeah. That's... Oh my god, we actually have one. We have one on the list. Finally. All right. Cool. Yeah. Dope. All right, Josh. You ready for the uh, the next part? Oh, is it the map legends? No, no, no. Oh. Oh, is it the topic? We have a, we have a topic. Oh, it's the topic. We have something to talk about. Yeah, we do. <laughs> topic for talking about topics. Uh, so we have the HCS Open Series drama and results, as a matter of fact. So let's start with some drama, because who doesn't love drama, you know? Drama. Drama. Um, he was... Uh, um, Deirdick's brother, wasn't he? Who? Rob Deerdeck. Oh, yeah, from like the the show? Yeah. Was he were they brothers? I thought so. Or was he like his cousin or nephew? Oh, maybe. I think it was his nephew Shit. or something. What was their like big warehouse show or whatever the hell that was called? It's like fantasy something, wasn't it? Relent. Relent. They were cousins. cousins. Thank you, sir. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate you. Cousins. What was the name Fantasy of that show? Factory. Fantasy Factory. Yeah. yeah. Rob Deerdeck's Fantasy Factory. That show was badass. I'll never. Chanel West Coast got beamed with a dodgeball and broke a tooth. She did. Uh, was it Big Rob? He was on. Uh, was that his bodyguard? What was his bodyguard's name? Because rest in peace, him. I think yeah. he passed away. I'm pretty sure. Big Black. Big Black, yeah. Rest Rob, in peace, Robin Big, Big was the show Robin before yeah. Fantasy yeah, Factory. Another great show. Oh, man. Wasn't a huge fan of ridiculousness, but uh, it's like the new America's Funniest Home Videos, though. It's on MTV 24-7. It is. It is. But no, uh, Fantasy Factory and Robin Big both were great. Yeah, with the, with the mini, the, the asshole mini horse and the skating bulldog. Yeah, yeah. Robin Big. Yeah. It's a great show. Dude, great fucking, oh, man. <laughs> that, like, it remind it, it makes me think that we that was, like, old. almost, like, the early days of, like, vlogging. Like the, that's what that show kind of felt like. It was just Rob and Big running around doing his fun press, shit, fun shit, his press tours, whatever it was. It was awesome. It was like and their banter back and forth yeah. that they had. They just fucked around. It was like it a. Was it was like almost like a Rob Deerdeck vlog. It was. It was very good. I mean, Fantasy Factory could have kind of been seen in that way too. Yeah. Just doing kooky shit. Yeah, because didn't they didn't they, <laughs> didn't they transform dramas like Office into like everything cat related because they named a big cat or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh my yeah, God, remember, dude. Oh that show's God. awesome. Okay, we're showing, we're really showing how old we Woo! are this episode. So let's get to the drama because that's 
how this whole fucking spiel started. I'm sorry. Getting off topic like we always do. Double Elim to single Elim back to eat double Elim with the teams capped at 256 instead of over 500. Okay. Yeah. So wrap your mind around that gibbly gobbly bullshit. Okay. So here we go. And this basically encapsulates everything that happened. So Tashi <clears throat> put out a series of tweets and he said, uh, tomorrow's as in not tomorrow because this already took place. So keep that in mind. Uh, HCS open series tournament and future ones have been switched back to double Elim. Like the first Raleigh qualifiers. This was an oversight. Thanks for alerting us. Update on the team cap. The team is working closely with face it to increase need to ensure the tournament can run smoothly. Of course, additionally teams that don't check in on time will be purged, opening up more slots. Update will be tomorrow morning. Update on the team cap. After working with the team, face it, and esports engine, there was not a viable way to increase the team cap while also ensuring a smooth tournament experience today that ended in a reasonable time. We know this news is disappointing to many players who had carved out time to compete today. Our goal is to always allow um, is always to allow as many teams as possible with a strong experience, and we didn't accomplish that fully today. We're already working as a group to remedy this for future events, and we'll be communicating back out in the next couple of days. Thank you for your understanding and dedication. So it really comes down to like, what's more important having 512 teams or having oh. a full double elimination tournament. Um, so basically the, the whole problem was got to ask who made the logo. Uh, it was, Oh no, no, we have, we have him. We have it. I yeah. just don't, it, I, it used to be like on top of mind all the time. And now it's, he's, he's in the DMS bro. Um, I actually had to find out because he made some new comp noob combo stuff too. Um, da, 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 da. fuck. Is <laughs> now I'm forgetting. You keep talking, I'll find it. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Will's gonna find it. So, the drama surrounding this open series events that took place. So really the reason, no, it was not Lydia who made it. No, she did do the badges. Yes. She made the sub badges. Yes. Um, which were based off the logo. BTR designs, BTR nailed it. BTR designs legend. That is who made it, made our logo. Um, and it's wonderful. We think it's great. So the drama that surrounded the HCS open series of events, uh, a lot of this stemmed from the lack of communication that took place um, due to how things happened. So the reason I say that is because people were expecting, because the qualifiers were like this, that the team cap was going to be like the max the, of over uh, whatever it is over 500, yeah. right? But then they come out, Rage says lack of communication, number one problem ever. It is. It's true. It, not just in, in Halo, but like in uh, tons of industries around the world, right? Communication is a big problem if it's not executed properly. It, that's exactly it. And it really feels like it wasn't executed properly here. Now, part of me, I don't want to give a lot of slack here, but part of me understands from like a, a holiday perspective of not being able to have maybe maybe not have everything dialed in right away but again that's not necessarily I don't really like that excuse 
because you've had all this time to prepare for this leading up to it, holidays notwithstanding. Um, so really it does feel like a dropping of the communication ball um, where there were a lot of teams that were anticipating that they had more time to sign up when they didn't. And now the argument could be made, well, why didn't you just fucking sign up earlier? Well, a problem is, is that teams are still trying to solidify themselves before the deadline to sign up, right? Mm -hmm. So you may have friends that flake out. You may have uh, players who just uh, at the last second realize that I just don't have the time that I can dedicate to this, unfortunately. You're going to have to find a fourth. Or, what, or maybe things don't work out in scrims, whatever it is, right? And so these teams are trying to requ- like get that extra time to solidify their roster this, so they can sign up before the deadline and be able to compete. Well, when you're told moments before like the signups close that, hey, we're having, like take, taking half of the amount of signups possible for the events, and that's what you're given, Spots fill up like that, right? And again, it was just a, a communication issue that really took place there, at least from from the, the outside looking in, that's what it felt like. Um, what I will say is, is that there's a reason why there was a, there was a comment that somebody put out to Tashi, and I'm not including it in the show because it was just, the dude understandably frustrated just came off as an asshole and I'm not including that because Tashi's reply was we're not lying to you. It really was um, an oversight. Like that's, that's honestly what it came down to is just an oversight due to like time constraints and whatnot. So, and he, he's going to make sure that doesn't happen again. Um, it, it was something about like, Oh, you have it in for the partner teams. You want like you're, you're giving them special attention. It's like, no, that's not the point at all. So, uh, I, I appreciate Tashi's response. Um, and hopefully like he says, this can be remedied in the future and this doesn't have to happen again. There's, there, there's something to be said that there's always going to be roadblocks. While this does seem like one that could have been taken care of ahead of time. Um, and the communication does suck that it didn't come sooner. The fact of the matter is you have to learn from it, move on right? We can't dwell on this any longer. It's already taken place. He said that they're working on it and we can only hope that things get addressed. Now I will say this, if this happens again, okay. And this becomes a pattern of things happening where communication is an ailment communication. It's not being given in a, in appropriate amounts of time. Then yeah, I'll, I'll chirp back because there's, I will give you a pass this time based off of everything that's taken place. It is what it is. All I can ask and all I can see based off of Tashi's response is that he's working to remedy this for the future. And as long as that happens and it's remedied for the future. Okay. It was a, it was a road bump. We got over it and everything is all awesome now, but if it keeps happening, I'll give criticism. Will, your thoughts? Um, like I said before, it really comes down to, like, they switch from double elim to single elim to probably to compensate for the 512 players. Yes. They went back to double elim, so they cut it. 
So it's like, really, what what do you want? The same competitive integrity of a double elim tournament? Or do you want more teams to compete? Well, towards the end, those qualifiers were double elim and, and max yeah, Didn't teams. they go till 4 a.m.? That was another one of the arguments that took place. And yeah. I, I, I understand that. I do. The only thing that I'll say is, and... Obviously, we all wish the game ran perfectly and didn't crash and there weren't disconnects. Because think about that. If there weren't disconnects... It could have been better. It could have been better. But how much? That's the question, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much better it could um, have been. So honestly, I'm... I mean, the, the switching back and forth and miscommunication sucks. But if they get a standard established now for moving forward... I'm fine with it being 256 teams just for the fact that we do get a double elimination tournament and those other teams who maybe need to work on their play a little bit. I'm not, you know, can play in more of these community tournaments and just spreads the spreads the community out so that they are branching out. They're not playing in one single tournament all the time. Maybe they can make a name there and then move on to the open tournament if they need to work on their gameplay. Just saying. 512 teams seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot. My counter argument to that is I want everybody to have the opportunity to play if they, if they want to, like if they're able to sign up within the time frame given and they have a team, obviously, then I, I want them to be able to have that opportunity to compete because I'm, you don't, you, you don't know how things are going to pan out in the tournament. How many teams competed at Raleigh? Wasn't it just over, it was 200 something. Uh, yeah. And it was 500 slots open, right? We had so many people buy team passes, sign up that didn't end up playing. I know there's extra, extra involved in this, right? Or maybe like 270 and like 210 showed up. It was, I'd have to look at what Tashi said. I'd have to cross-reference information, but there wasn't that big of a divide. That big? Okay. And but, team but, passes did sell out, and it it was like, it was over 200. I know yeah. that. I just don't want this whole thing where, like, there's so many slots open that people sign up just to sign up. No, I agree. I agree. I want there to be people who want to be there. there. Right. And for, for me, it's the, it's the argument that I've seen where, like, we've had... Clearly, there is a lot of interest in wanting to compete in this title because it's so new. Mm-hmm. And like you look at the previous qualifiers that took place for, I mean, they weren't all qualifiers. I should preface that. They weren't all qualifiers. But the, the tournaments that led up to Raleigh, right? If we take those into consideration and the fact that we literally did have a maxed out, well, not all of them showed up. But again, it was a relatively small number in the grand scheme of things that didn't show up. But like... All 512 spots, if that's what it was, were were signed up for before the tournament took place. So there is that want to compete. I agree with you that I don't want things to run until 4 a.m. I'm guaranteed the admins don't want things to run until fucking 4 a.m. And I also understand the, the, the player's mindset of, well, it'd be a, like a lot more added to competitive integrity if it's a double elim. Mm-hmm. Because then you have that second shot to prove yourself, right? Yeah. And so it's a really hard give and take. And then I did see, um, maybe it was Moses who said it, but like, why not then just split it into two days? If you're worried about it, like going till 4 a.m. Sure. In, in which case, I do see that. I respect that. 
But then my worry is, well, what if more teams drop off because, well, now you have to dedicate two days instead of one when they already had that one day ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I don't, I don't envy the admins at all. Like, and for all the people, I, I, another don't be a shitter moment. To all the people that are being assholes to the admins that are running these events because you're being a little pissant and not getting exactly what you want. Really? In the words of me, don't be a shitter. Good Lord. It's unbelievable the amount of shit that they have to go through. There's li- it's literally one of the reasons why one of the greatest people in our, in our realm is no longer affiliated with them. Think about that. And if you can't put two and two together to, to think about who I'm talking about, you'll figure it out because that's his story to tell if he ever wants to tell it. But it's just, come the fuck on. Brian, you are 100% correct. It's thankless jobs, and they deserve mm-hmm. so much praise. Because while while you, as like player A, may not be being rude to them or whatever, there's always another, like a player B or a, play, a player C that is. So just because things are taking longer than expected, like or the team cap is reduced, whatever, Don't be blaming the admins who are trying to make things as smooth as humanly possible to get you through your games as quickly as possible. They're just doing their job. I swear to God, people, it, it, it seriously seems to me that people are acting like Karens in front of customer service representatives. That's what this community sometimes makes me look at. Like it's, it's crazy. Will, do you want to talk about some, uh, some qualified teams for the pro series though? You want me to run through those? I'll run through them if you'd like. Doesn't matter. Let's, Let's uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll start with MX. You do, I'll start, we'll go back and forth. Oh, okay. So the HCS Open Series, the Mexico results, as a matter of fact, the qualified teams for the Pro Series, which is taking place this week, includes Timbers Esports with Magic Buttons, Noble, Ram, and Pillow God, Enchiladas. Mm, delicious. Yes. With cool. Dolan, Sepstars, Zark, and Zeus. CN Singularity with Soy Lea Roca, uh, uh, Roja, Rocha, I, ah, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> I not Jerry. Apparently that person's not Jerry. Uh, Sobrio and Borgie. And then Alter Esports with Zaron One, Paradise, Grimsty, or Grimsty, and Atenues. Awesome. Uh, moving on to Australia, New Zealand, the results. Qualified teams for the Pro Series uh, include Malicious, which was Jim Bob, Brattles, Raided, and Zavi? Zay? Zavi? Whatever you, uh, whatever interpretation. Nuke and Pave. Boca, Junior, Nexus, and I'm Newbies. Uh, 1620 Kings, which was Benji, Plasma, Ryu, and Lolly. And then Disruptor Fans. Kluzi, Rice, Apollo, and Jordan. For the EU, the qualified teams of the Pro Series include Bongo, which was apparently Phantom, um, which is Ebby, Shabby Dagger, The Speed Show, and Thomas. Uh, Sus, which is Cinder, Sunrise, Uman, and Unwise. Easy Team, which is Chronozer, Creep Easy, Frugal, and High Am Ninja. Fantastic, which was Melting Pot. Valkyrie, uh, Kawaii Zami, 
uh, Nemains and Nisitio. Wake Up, which was Sunny, Wootler, Mentlan, and Zufoa. Team Almighty, which was RS8, Cali, Crystalix, and Shad. Kitty Crew, which was Marine, Defectify, Mista, and Outka, Outka Steve. And finally, High Stakes, which was Left Eye, Legend Graham, Lil Sandal, and Wolfius. All right, and then the open North American results. Team War, Super CC, Encore, Jazeera, Septify. Oxygen Esports, Common, Haynes, Swish, and its name. Falling Esports, Gold Star BR, Neuronicle, MTK, and Sorrel. Built by Gamers, Nemesis, Amaze, Minds, and Nebby Neb. Complexity Gaming, Triton, Vetra, Rob the Turtle, and Hysteria. Gamers First, Squalite, Elite, Predevenator, and Sargoth. Unsigned Talent, Aperture Avenue, Flazen, and Suppressed. And then Exo, Employee, Fantasy, Moment, and Neighbor. Thank you very much, Will. Yeah. Brackens and VODs all included in the Google Doc of the show. So the show, exclamation point, show notes in the chat. Um, What we are going to do is, well, yeah. that does it for that topic. So now we're going to be watching uh, back-to-back segments of Map Legends, which, again, if you don't know, is uh, the Podcast Evolved segment of our show where the fine folks at Podcast Evolved have put together uh, a lore background video of some of the Halo maps that exist. So we're going to have back-to-back segments here. The first one is going to be Haven, and the second one's going to be the Rig, if I'm not mistaken. So, Will, uh, in order to make this actually work out well, and hopefully OBS doesn't fucking crash again. What's up, Turo? Welcome back to Hello, the Turo. show. Again, hopefully this doesn't... Well, hopefully OBS doesn't crash. We're going to see what happens. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the first Map Legends segment. Welcome Spartans to HCS Pro Talk Series Map Legends, presented by Podcast Evolved, your home for Halo. I'm your host, Oren, and on each episode of Map Legends, we guide you through the setting and lore behind Halo's competitive multiplayer maps. In today's episode, I will cover Haven from Halo 4. I will also discuss the setting and lore behind Haven's remake Mercy from Halo 5 Guardians. So let's dive in. Haven is a medium-scale, symmetrical map released with Halo 4 and supports the Slayer game types Team Slayer, Regicide, and Free For All, and supports objective game types Capture the Flag, Oddball, and King of the Hill. From a lore perspective, Haven is part of a massive grid of harmonic resident platforms which monitors and maintains the artificial suns and their solar preservation systems on the Forerunner Shield World Requiem. Unlike most Shield Worlds, where the artificial sun lies at the center of the world, Requiem hosts multiple artificial suns and are placed high in the sky on the inside of the exterior protective shell. To describe Requiem's shell design, think of the outer shell as a thick protective mechanical layer that encapsulates the world. The solar energy from a real sun in space is incapable of penetrating the outer shell when it's closed. Thus, small artificial suns must reside and operate safely and efficiently on the inside of the outer shell. 
Mercy. Mercy is a slightly larger but equally symmetrical map to Haven and was released with Halo 5 Guardians. It too supports Slayer and objective game types like Free For All, Team Slayer, and Strongholds. From a lore perspective, Mercy is set in an ancient Sanghili temple on the Sanghili's planetary homeworld of Sanghelios. Built out of stone and metal, and adorned with Vesper Bells, hushed scriptoriums, and oracular pools, this sacred haven served as a site of revitalization and recovery for warriors returning from battle. Regrettably, this temple was sealed off by the Sangshayum prophets for over two millennia when the Sanghili joined their covenant. But thankfully, after the Great Schism and the Dissolution of the Covenant, Kaidons and Sanghili clans have reopened and restored the temple, returning it to its former glory. And that will do it for Haven and its remake Mercy on this episode of Map Legends. Let us know in the chat and in the comments which competitive multiplayer map you want us to cover next. And make sure to subscribe to both HCS Pro Talk and Podcast Evolved on our respective podcast feeds and YouTube channels to stay up to date on the latest competitive Halo news and to learn more about Halo's expansive lore. I've been your host, Oren, and Evolve. And now it's time for the rig. Welcome Spartans to HCS Pro Talk series, Map Legends, presented by Podcast Evolved, your home for Halo. I'm your host, Oren, and on each episode of Map Legends, I will guide you through the setting and lore behind Halo's competitive multiplayer maps. In today's episode, I will cover the rig from Halo 5 Guardians. I will also discuss the setting and lore behind the rig's remix, Molten, also from Halo 5 Guardians. So let's dive in. The rig. The Rig is a medium-scale multiplayer map released with Halo 5 Guardians and supports the Team Slayer, Strongholds, SWAT, and Free-for-All game types. From a lore perspective, the Rig is set on a Leanne Dormund mobile mining platform located above the surface of the colony moon of Meridian. The Leanne Dormund Corporation, or LDC, is a private multi-use mining and security company that has established multiple mining operations across UNSC-occupied destinations. The platform featured on the rig is a dual-purpose harvesting station. It collects rare metals and glass from Meridian's vertified surface. Not only are these metals and materials repurposed and used in industrial engines and naval shipyards, harvesting the surface contributes to the ongoing effort to declass the common. The Covenant glass Meridian in 2551 when the Covenant successfully recovered a Forerunner Luminary hidden beneath its surface. Molten Molten is a medium-scale multiplayer map released with Halo 5 Guardians 
and supports the Slayer, Oddball, and free-for-all game types. From a lore perspective, Molten Setting is also a Leon Dormund's Corporation mining facility, but on the minor colony planet Ruthersburg. Like on Meridian, the LDC extracts and harvests metals and rare earth resources from Ruthersburg's glassed surface and from its unstable magma that breaks through the planet's fragile mantle. Ruthersburg otherwise does not have a habitable population. Just the LDC and other megacorporations harvesting the planet's resources until nothing else remains. And that will do it for the rig and its remix, Molten, on this episode of Map Legends. Let us know in the chat and in the comments which competitive multiplayer map you want us to cover next. And make sure to subscribe to both HCS Pro Talk and Podcast Evolve on our respective podcast feeds and YouTube channels to stay up to date in the latest competitive Halo news and to learn more about Halo's expansive lore. I have been your host, Oren, and Evolve. back what's up ladies and gentlemen welcome back big shout out to uh the podcast evolve crew for creating those map legend yeah. segment segments and also will and i were talking about it while they were running and the music choices are just fucking yeah. phenomenal great like holy Loved moly it. dude i mean obviously the lore is great and all that but like the music choices are so fucking good so all I'm going to say is like, stay tuned because, uh, we're going to have more map legend segments, obviously for the halo infinite maps. Um, so like I said, stay tuned for those. It's going to be a really, really fun time. Yeah, really and, excited for those. Yes. And if you haven't listened to podcast evolved or any of the shows of halo podcast.com, your home for halo, go check those out. Will's going to shout them out later on in the show as well. So yeah, please subscribe to them if you haven't already. And yes, snag, it was baller. And also welcome back to the live show. Whew. Well, well, with that, let's get into some regular news. Leaked Halo Infinite game modes could be coming soon. This is by Halo.API and Halo uh, Noticius MX. So there are two tweets that went out. And here is the list of modes that may or may not be probably, yes, coming to Halo Infinite and some fucking point in time. Who knows when? Multi-team. Assault. I can't do the multiplayer announcer voice, so you know. I, I can't either. I, I can't do the stites, the stitzer, you know what I mean? Uh extraction, infection, juggernaut, VIP, King of the Hill. Yes! If uh, I'm curious, Fuck you, strongholds! Curious Let's how, go. how well it will play. I don't fucking know. Um and Griffball. So, Brian, Griffball. no idea how that's going to work for you, buddy. But, hey, apparently it's coming back. The uh, How these were found out is uh, the multi-team one, Halo.API put out a screenshot of four different teams um, in the list. And then 
for Griffball and all the rest of them, there were medals in the game, um, in the files that would indicate that those are tied to those modes. So Brian, I had, wow, fuck me, I guess, ready to post. <laughs> Great. So I don't know how it's going to work out for you, but good luck. Halo for the feedback is being looked into. This is by Andrew Witz. He states in a reply to Flamesword, he says matchmaking and ranked are topics that are very high on the priority list when we get back. So fuck yes. Also, Turo with the tier one sub Arena. Thank you very much. You get a woo. <laughs> Greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for the sub. Enjoy your, oh wait, we don't have emotes yet. Uh, but enjoy your sub badge. You'll have that. The emotes. The emotes. Don't worry. We're working on them. People need to get back to me. It's on the priority list for January. So. You have a list? I do. I just fly off the handle. When I'm <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that you can ride your bike with no handlebars? I could ride my bike with no yeah. pain. There's another reference for you. God, we're that just ages us a little bit. Oh yeah. Love it. And then finally, Halo Infinite lead narrative designer is leaving 343 Industries to pursue a new opportunity. This is by uh, Wesley LeBlanc of Game Informer. Uh, just a little under a month since the full release of Halo Infinite, its lead narrative designer, Aaron Lind, has revealed that he's leaving 343 Industries. Don't worry, though, as it's not a breakup. Lind is departing 343 to, quote, pursue a new opportunity in 2022, end quote. As a narrative designer, Lind's hands are all over the story within Halo Infinite, but it's not just limited to cutscenes, main story missions, and the like. A quick scroll through his Twitter reveals that he also worked on one of the best parts of Halo Infinite, the things the grunt enemies say, both while on ground killing time and while flying through the air after being punted high by a Master Chief thrown grenade. And that's fucking awesome. So good luck to you, um, Mr. Lind, and uh, can't wait to see what you do in the future. Um. Turo says about uh, about time, right? Been following you guys for so long. Uh, felt like it was time. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Absolutely. You you watching and all that. That is just that is more than enough. But uh, you taking that opportunity to sub greatly appreciated. Like we said, uh, emotes are on the way. And that's it, Will, for the regular news. Kind of games. Watch. Well, the CDL's fucked. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wow. Right. Yeah, you really, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So let's just go through some tweets that came out. So Scump said, uh, competitive COD is down bad, and this makes me very sad. Uh, Hitch stated, we've never had support, but we made it work um, because the players were able to find the competitive backbone of every title, even in the most dog shit of Call of Duty games. In this game, that's not even possible. Add the league issues on top of that. COD is in a bad state, man. Crim6 tweeted out, It's obvious that the people at the very top of the COD franchise are not interested in making a great video game. Annual releases are an illusion, blatant reskins, to sell more product. They're only focused on making it good enough to keep the cycle going. And that's the real problem. And then Nadeshot tweeted out, I went to our board of directors pleading for us to get back into competitive Call of Duty. I said, let's spend the money. Let's give our community what they're asking for. Just trust me, and I'll make sure the LA Thieves is a success. Two years later, I guess I'm the fool. So, 
Um, and then also I should include it in here because I, I haven't yet, but, uh, the, Oh my God. So there's an optic podcast, uh, that released that had scump, um, formal. And I forgot who the other individual was besides hex, obviously. And I feel like an asshole, but there was, there was an optic podcast episode released where they, they kind of dive in further about the CDL shit that's going on. Yeah. And scump basically just can't say anything with threats of being fined by the league. That's right. So formal kind of spoke for him, but he's like, it's dog shit. Like it's the game. So apparently uh, from what I've heard from, from, from the portions of the podcast that I listened to um, modern warfare, the reboot, right? Modern warfare had squad spawns. Okay. And so it was the spawn system was, was shit for lack of a better term in modern warfare. Cold war got away from that. Okay. So cold war, even scump was saying cold war and formal was even agreeing that cold war felt pretty good overall. Sure. Um, but Vanguard goes back to squad spawns and he says scump and formal were saying it's so bad that the strat right now in scrims is to never go all four down. You don't, you don't want, you don't want to uh, be all four down because as soon as you do, you're just spawning in the back the entire time. And you can get, you can get spawn wiped the entire time. You can get spawn killed the entire time. And he like, they literally said, just grab the hard point and leave. Just everybody dip out. Mm. Cause there's no point in being there. And just, and they were talking about how, like, just go to, go to corners of the map, get kills, and you can just spawn kill them the entire time. And, like, that's oh. shitty. That, coupled with, uh, supp- supposedly, according to Scump, they don't even scrim search. They only scrim hardpoint. Like, teams only scrim hardpoint. He was talking about how it's, it's four maps for hardpoint. Uh... And so you do the four maps and then you switch like hosts or whatever. And then you do the four again. Like that's all scrims. What is happening? Yup. So they don't scrim search. You don't have your third game mode yet. Still. They don't have the third game mode. They're talking about bringing back control. Yep. But that's not even. Uh, Scump was talking about how it's five kills now for a kill streak to start. So like you, you can get streaks really easily too. It's just the Again, he couldn't talk bad about it because of under contract and being potentially fined by the league, but it was not not a good scenario at all. And again, I haven't even finished the episode yet. That's just what I had time to listen to at work today. But like, it's just oofta. Um, Justin, luckily, Modern Warfare 2 should be the return to promised land. But when's that coming? Dude, I've... <laughs> Hey, maybe next year, they're yearly, yearly releases. You never know. Uh, and, and that's another point too, is that they talked about how, um, because with modern warfare, they were like, it's fine. We can deal with it because it's a yearly release. Yeah. So we can deal with this for a year. It is what it is. Who gives a shit and let's move on. Right. And then cold war was our, like just, uh, just uh, better just a better experience for the competitive community overall. But apparently Vanguard is just shit. So 
there's that. Justin says, oh, Arturo says, before you guys take off, uh, do you know what monitors does Halo events use? And yes, there you go. Will posted it in the chat, Turo. That's what you're looking up. Yeah. Look at you. Getting getting answers. Engaging with the viewers. Love it. Justin says, has Call of Duty ever had a good sponsor system, though? I feel like uh, COD spawns are always shit. So apparently they do differ game to game. Now, I personally, I did not know that because I did not play them. Um, I don't play them in depth like a competitor would, right? So I don't pay attention to those things. All I know is that the Halo Infinite spawn system sucks, <laughs> and that's that's it. Halo 1 spawn system sucks, and that's that. You know, that's just my interpretation. But, uh, yeah, apparently each COD game can have a different type of spawn system. Like, And we talk about it all the time, is that every COD game is different. Yeah. Well, while I do agree a little bit with what Krim was saying, and I understand he's upset, is that it, it's literally just trying to be a moneymaker. So... An Activision, you know, people meme them and put the money sign in their name, right? They, they're they a business. They want to make as much money as humanly possible. Bobby Kotick wants to make as much money as humanly possible. With the way things are going, though, with the game development, I feel like they need to, they need to slow it down, man. Oh, sure. Sure. Well, I mean, you look at what happened to Assassin's Creed. They're pumping out games so fast that their quality is going... It's tanking. And that's that's exactly what happened with Assassin's Creed, where they, they did that. They pumped out year after year. They had a new Assassin's Creed game. And then they finally looked at it, and they're like, you know what? Let's take a break. They did. And I think it was a, it was, it was a two-year, like a one-year official break. So in two years, I believe it was, they came out with Origins. Mm-hmm. And Which, that, that was revamp of the entire franchise. Yes. So now we've been in the same thing for a while now with uh, Origins, obviously, then... Um, Odyssey. Odyssey and Valhalla now, but yeah, they're, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I agree though, but at the same time, it, it's like the annual sports release. People are going to buy it. And if True. people are going to buy it, they're going to make it. If you make it, they will come. Yeah. And that's part of the problem. Uh, but that's also, I also want to say that my thoughts on all this are nothing against the developers that are working their asses off and are putting the time in to try to make the best game they possibly can within that year time frame. You know, they're only doing what they're able to do. They're doing, their, they're doing what they're told and they're trying to do their job to the best of their ability. So it's nothing against the developers. It's just the, how, where do we go from here? What do we do from yeah. here? And it, it, it feels like, it's yeah, they need to slow down. And it's it's the rushing and the get it out as fast as possible. This whole send out an incomplete game and update it as we go. Just I think gamers are gonna I mean And we already know I that COVID like, took a big toll. Well, yes. On development. On, on development. development. I feel like gamers like us who have been around a while yeah. are def- definitely starting to feel these effects of the quick game development, get it out there. Newer game. I, I guess I, I'm curious on how newer gamers feel about this because it's what they know now. It might only be what they know. So it's uh, I'm I'm puzzled at what's going to happen in the future of game development. I really am. It's a good question. Shirzy in the chat. Whoa! Welcome back to the live show. Good to see you. Hope you're having a great day. Also, can we give a shout out to the Europa Halo crew for putting on the uh the watch along with the if I'm not mistaken, the Arbiter production tool, if I'm not mistaken. 
for the HCS Open Series. And also, big shout-out to Europa Halo for providing yet another roadmap oh, yeah, yeah. of competition. Fucking big ups to you guys. Holy moly. Oh, Justin okay. says uh, they need to slow down and they need to officially make Warzone its own thing and shut the old one down completely. Make a proper release. Make a proper release. It's a fun mode, but it has gotten out of hand. Also, cheaters. Figure it out. Yeah, no kidding. Cheaters could be said about one of our favorite franchises as well. As of right now, yeah. yeah. Big, big deal. Big, big deal. Um, I saw a video of a person like watching a cheater in infinite, but they were just shitting on him the whole time. Cause he's like, obviously he's got walls. He's tracing people through walls, oh, 100%. but he didn't have an aim bot. So he would like trace these people through the walls and still get dumpstood on. Just get fucking windmilling the entire <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. He was just so like, this dude's obviously he's, cheating, but he sucks so bad that he can't even win with his cheats. Dude. He's just keeping eyes on him. You know, yeah. that's all it is. It's just like, he's just calling him out for his teammates. Sure. He's just being a good teammate using those wall hacks, bro. That's all. Good oh, Lord. Man. Anyway, but no, big shout out to Shirzy One. Big shout out to the uh, the Europa Halo crew. Um, seriously, it's there's there's something to be said about like we all we all want Halo to succeed as an esport because it's it's what we all love, right? It's it's what our passion is. I mean, hell, we have the show for a reason. And when you have now, granted, the grassroots program is a whole different scenario that we can dive deeper into later on. Um, but just the fact that you guys have taken upon yourselves to really take the bull by the fucking horns and just fucking ride. That's the worst analogy I could have ever made ever. But I mean, it. you guys make a full fucking roadmap, which you haven't revealed by the way, but no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, you make a full roadmap for just awesome things that you have planned for the entire year. And to keep your community engaged, right? EU Halo, it's something that we've been following for quite some time. And we try to shine a light on as much as we can because you guys, Halo Australia, Halo Brazil, um, the Halo Espana, like there's, there's so many regions that deserve more love, more attention and by you guys making that roadmap, by you guys having that Arbiter production tool, by you guys continually putting on streams for your communities as well, like that's that's only going to help. And any way that we're able to help get that word out there, we'll, we'll do the best we possibly can. So, yeah. Thank you. Um, And that's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. <laughs> All right. Which means it's time for those adventures with the nailovers. Halo games too. Will. Yeah. New Year's week. Yeah. What'd you play? Um, played some Escape from Tarkov. You did. Getting back into it. The new wipe. They've added some great things that I'm loving. Um, That's good. You can no longer sell certain things on the flea market. So it makes like it's, you can no longer sell some of the best gear on the flea market. Okay. So it makes, makes it so you have to earn it, which is good. Cool. People, people can't just buy the best shit and run around with it. So it's not pay to win. Yeah. I mean, it's in game money, right? Yeah. But, um, so yeah, uh, just have, 
I had a suspicion that Tarkov was doing something in game. I think this wipe confirmed it. But once it's like you have easy matchmaking, right? Like up until like level 10. Okay. Like I feel like they put people under level 10 or around a level 10 together. But once you reach level 10, you can have any range of leveled players in your in your game. And then also partway through a wipe, they just came out with an update update and the scavs just become aim bots. Like they're like, you're just walking and all of a sudden you just hear from across the map. And the a, a scavs saw you for a split second and shot at you. Fuck no, that. No warning. So Fuck it's, that. It's a little ridiculous, but yeah. Sure. Um, been still playing, trying to grind it out and having a good time. Um, also with Tarkov, they've been having server issues all weekend long. And, the, for the first time, a queue to log into the game was introduced. Uh, Server's getting hit pretty hard, huh? So yesterday morning? Was it yesterday? Anyway, I log, tried to log on, and there was like an 80,000-person queue. And when, fucking I, bonkers. And when Joey logged on, it was about 100,000. Um, That's fucking bonkers. Took us like... 20, 30 minutes to get through the queue to get on the game. Sure. That's like some Final Fantasy 14 type queue shit. Jesus. But I will say this, ever since they added the queue, the servers in-game have been more stable. That's good. I mean, that's kind of the point. Right. And they said this is, it was never intended to have a queue, but this is the thing in place keeping the game alive right now. So if you if you want to keep the game as stable as possible, do that. Yep. So do that. It's, it's like that double-edged sword, right? Like, we could all be trying to get in the game, and yeah, we can get in the game, but our servers might be shit. I'd rather be able to play the game and have a little bit of that 15 to 40-minute wait beforehand. 100%. And like, like what, so what, what happened was, while we were waiting to get in queue, we played some NHL. Which some chill. So uh, there is the World of Chell mode, which is more arcadey. It's not like... Uh, NHL simulator, so to speak. And there's a threes mode where it's just you, whoever you lo- load in with, it's three players and then a goalie. And Joey and I reached, it's, a, it's like a tournament with other online players. So you, you get queued in this tournament with basically six other teams, right? Well, there's three rounds. So eight other teams? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Either way, um, we made it to the finals in our first run, like our first tournament we entered. And we're like, all right. And then someone disconnected. Okay. So it shuts it down. Like you don't win, nothing. You just, we lost. We're like, son of a bitch. Sure. So we played again a couple times. Um, we, we didn't win. Something I, We had to go somewhere, do something. I forget the timing of the weekend. We played again. And we made, the, we made the finals again, and we finally won. And we won by, like, we scored a goal. Uh, we, we scored, uh, one team scored a goal, we scored a goal, and then, like, someone on their, like, left. Someone on their team left. So we got, like, a, a, a championship. It didn't feel good, right? A win's a win. A win's a win. <laughs> but then we played again. We got back. We actually won one. It felt great. Good. Uh, we were doing, me and Joe were doing work in NHL. We had some like really smooth plays, smooth goals. Um, in our semifinal game before we won a championship, we were down 
um, we were down by a goal. Okay. And it was a money puck, which there's, so there's like money pucks where they, they, they could be two. This one's worth two goals. This one's worth oh three. Oh my God. Okay. This one's worth like negative one. So you score it. The opposing team lose a goal. Oh, and you get a goal. Okay. it's like some Mario party type shit at this point. So yeah, it's, 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 arc, it's, it's arcade penalties are dimmed down. So you can like just plow someone over anyway. It's kind of like NHL blitz type shit right here. Yeah. So we, we, there's like a few seconds left in the game and we have the puck down in their zone. And we're firing it on net and getting it and rotating it around. And I'm like, there's a second left. I throw the puck on net and their goalie touches it and the whistle blows. I'm like, why does the whistle blow? Apparently they got a penalty somewhere. So Joey got a penalty shot with less than a second left. And he scored the two, the, the plus two the plus two to go up. And we won the game on it. Wow. That's, so like, that's awesome. If they didn't okay. fucking get that penalty, we weren't winning that game. And then we do- dominated in that championship, and it was like that. You know that felt good. That feels good. That's like nice we, job. We got the luck on our side. Oh, that's was, fucking awesome. Stuff. We were Joey. Like when we, I don't know what it is, but when we play Chell, we're like we're screaming, we're yelling, we're like. Oh, fake. I know how. I know how you get. <laughs> so I can only imagine what it's like when Joey gets in there too. Yep. We when we play, we even like. Video chat, like we don't, we we chat on Discord. Oh we video chat, so we can like we like point and fake high five on the. On oh the, yeah. my god, we're we're in there like swimwear, in there like swimwear, and then of course some Halo Infinite. I need to yeah. play. Uh, I I kind of slowed down on my winter contingency. I wasn't playing regularly. I mean, you have until what the t- the third, right? I thought today's the last day. No, oh, today's the third. So if I want to grind out five games when I get home, I might grind out five games to get the rest of my five. You can always do bot matches. Remember. Yeah, those go by quick. Yep. They go by instantaneously. Especially if you, if you get, get in objective C- mode. CTF? Yeah. You just run the flag re- yep. three times. Yep. I even, like, I will, a teammate will pull the flag, and I will just wait on the flag for oh, the yeah. next one. Oh, yeah. They're not coming for you. No, no, no. Awesome. But, yeah, those are the three games I played. Sweet. What about yourself, Josh? Uh, I didn't include it because it was just Winter Contingency bot matches, but I, I completed the Winter Contingency pass in Halo Infinite, so there's that. I think the last coating you get is stupid yeah I'm like the fan. gingerbread looking one yeah it's just an it, awkward it, tan. it's bad it's bad but uh they, the other stuff's cool so. they should have made it more gingerbread like right like yeah. buttons so maybe some like napa gum drop buttons yes but no i agree i agree they should they should that's you have now maybe it'll do it next year but like or maybe they'll have it in the store uh mm. but the thing that i want is uh like like the cat ear shit. Like do some kooky stuff. Yeah. Like have a have a literal gingerbread man coating that has like they they always they talk about how they can do texture and stuff like that on their coatings now with this new system, right? Yeah. Well, do that. Have like a gingerbread cookie ass looking uh, texture on your coating. Make it look like that. That'd be really cool. How okay. Have like an all white one and have it be like a snowman. How much do you think the conversations about, oh, this isn't Halo like stuff got it, got into this? Like, I th- I do don't think, think they care. Do you think they're trying to stay too true to what? No. Because like the cat ears are out there, but that's like really the, the Yoroi core is literally opposite of that. True. So like true. I said, if they wanted, I would love for this to be like a, at like an end of the pass reward right? The event pass and end of the event pass reward where you have something really kooky and cool like that. Or if they wanted to, which they probably would is included in the shop so you could buy it, but just go crazy with it. And, I, and I, this is the first year, like 
maybe they're testing yeah. waters on some things and they could hold be holding things back for next year or years later, whatever, but just get fucking crazy with this shit, man. The feedback that I hope they take, because I feel like m- many people should feel like this. Sure. Because I, it's the, like the battle pass rewards and yeah. the, these, these event rewards, mm-hmm. like the best stuff really isn't at the end. It doesn't wa- make you want to grind for that. I will say the reach, the heroes of reach pass did because I but, wanted the flaming stuff, but that's just me. Right. But, but there's like throughout that pass, there's like all of a sudden a random purple and a random, like, but then like the next two rewards are gray and then blue. And then it's like, right. When the event pass felt like, Oh, I fucking like, it's only 10 tiers, but at the same time it was uh, like, you get a, you get a funky uh, AR coating. You get a funky pistol coating. You get um, just the funky armor coatings. It's, I like that. Those were cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I hope, I, I do hope that the, the battle pass makes more sense in the future. And if the, if the image is correct, I'm not including the show notes because I'm not entirely sure if it's real, but uh, if the image is correct on what the, of what the uh, updated Yoroi event, um, the, whatever mm-hmm. that was called, Tenrai, the, the updated Tenrai pass is going to be um, a lot more cool stuff in there. They got rid of all the they got rid of all the boosts and swaps, and they put in like actual armor pieces that genuinely look cool. Um, a, a kind of bland visor, but then a, a cool one down the line. It's just they added different stuff. Sure. So I was happy about that. All right. Yeah, and then uh, the big one that I played because Halo Infinite is frustrating me to all hell, and I just don't want to play it. Uh, which is sad but true. Sad but true. Um, Destiny Two. Um, I've been playing a lot of destiny Two because, uh, the witch queen comes out next month. It's January now. So it comes out in February and I'm just going back. I do this. I do this every now and again, where I go back and I play some of the stuff that I missed. Um, and for the first time ever, uh, so the season of the lost where you go, um, you go into the shattered realm and whatnot. Yeah. For the first time ever, I completed a season's quest line. Oh, wow. Um, and it was really cool. It was really cool to get that. And I thought it was, I thought it's going to, I think it's going to lead really well into the witch queen. Um, and just hearing all that dialogue and getting all that was really cool. I, you've heard me say it a million times, but I think the gameplay is fantastic. Um, in destiny, it always has been. I think it always will be. And yeah, I just like playing the stuff that I've missed throughout the time that I haven't spent with it. So it's a good time. I, I'll probably end up playing it again, but I'm at that point right now where I'm like, I don't want to sink that much time into destiny. Sure. Like it's weird because like the new patch will come out and be like, Oh, trials looks really cool. Then I'll grind to get my level up for trials. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, man, you literally have to play every week almost three times a day to level up fast enough to be in trials. I understand. I'm in, I'm in a spot right now where I need to get my power. I want to do, so there's the 30th anniversary event. Mm-hmm. that's going on there's a title you can get by completing the seal for it yes and the title is vidmaster which is a callback a throwback to the previous vidmaster challenges like in halo 3 and odst um and i've never gotten a title yet in destiny mm. and uh there was there was one called forerunner um a while ago at least i'm pretty sure that's what it was called um 
but I never got that. But then I saw this and this is relatively like easy to get. I put easy in air quotes for those who are listening to the audio version of this. Um, but yeah, the, the name of the title is Vidmaster, and I never gotten a title in destiny and I really just want to go for it. Um, and the only, the only hard esque thing, I guess you could say is that I need to do runs of that activity on legend difficulty, which the recommended power is 1320 and I'm at 1315. So I just need mm. some more powerful rewards to get up there, which is where the grind comes in. Yeah. Um, but no, as soon as I get that, I'll just, I'll find some people to run it with and I should be good to go. But I really, I, that's my I mean, big thing about destiny versus halo right now is that with destiny, it always feels like I have something to go for. Sure. And in halo, you have that weekly capstone thing, which if you go for it, cool. That means you got it. None of it seems interesting to me and I already have the past completed. So yeah, I think that's, that's it. I definitely slowed down on infinite when that battle, when I finished the battle pass, just touch knees. <laughs> At least it wasn't feet this time. Oh, sorry. Oh God. No, it's all good. I need to stretch anyway. Uh, but yeah, once I completed the infinite battle pass, I really slowed down on playing halo. Mm-hmm. I haven't even been going for the weekly stuff. It's just too much of a grind maybe for it. Sure. For what you get. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> Yeah. But then again, it is weekly free content. It is. Free. Your, yeah. Your time is what it takes. Yes. And playing uh, playlists you don't want to. And modes you can't get in the playlist. No matter how hard you try. Anyway. Or getting kills with a weapon that doesn't spawn on that variation of the map. Halo Infinite, ladies and gentlemen. Come on over to Destiny 2. But, I'm just but, kidding. But play, P- play whatever you want to play. But uh, Destiny Two PvP. Mm. Yeah, I've mm. heard. I've heard that. Now I don't dibble dabble in the PvP, but I've heard that things have gotten better. Um, don't take my word for it. This is just people that I watch that that make Destiny content. Yeah, um, yeah. I I do love their PvP. I just the stuff that was going on in it, it gets frustrating. Oh yeah. And that's, that's the beautiful part about a uh, halo versus that is that with halo, like everybody's on even footing when you start. Right. And with destiny, with all the abilities, with all the different weapons that you have, so Just on and so forth. You no, I fucking idea what you're getting when you go right. in there. I, I have a chess piece now for my Titan that gives me two grenades. No one's going to expect that. Nope. I throw one grenade. They're going to push or like if they avoid it, they're going to not think I have a grenade. Nope. Here. I have two. two. Fuck you. Going for double sticks. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I, I just, we talk about it all the time, right? Is that, that is, that is a title that I can always feel like I can jump back into. Um, especially when new content comes out, because that's kind of what that game is designed for is that you come back when the new content comes, you, you play yeah. as much or as little as you want. And that's it. I'm curious. What is this, uh, mode you, cause I'm at 1320. I'm, I'm, I'm there. But what, what's this mode you have to do to get this title? Oh, it's, it's uh so like, you know, like a traditional seasonal like activity. Um, this one is you go through like, is it, is it like the dungeon type thing. No, this isn't the, there is a dungeon associated with the, the 30th anniversary pack, um, which is part of the title. Uh, well, the seal, I guess you could say to get the title, which I need to do, but the activity is what you need to run on legend difficulty. And if Jesus Christ, I've been playing a different activity. So my mind's 
wishy-washy it's on all this good. one. It's all good. Um, but yeah, you just you just kill shit. Just kill shit. You just kill shit. It right. isn't any activity in that game. You just kill shit. <laughs> but no, yeah. it's it's cool. Um, it's cool. Oh, I fucking now remember. It's like a game show. So Zer and the magical unicorn. I heard about. Okay, yes, I heard about this. Yeah. And uh, it's it's like a game show, and you go into like the nine area, um, and you start in the wheel spins, and that dictates the the enemy type that you get throughout the run, mm-hmm. um, and you go deeper and deeper and deeper, uh, and eventually you fight a boss at the end. There's some there's some cool perks that you get with like wells that are on the ground that give you like increased jump height and some ability recharge and stuff like that. Um, but no, it's, it's cool. It's, it's just, it's, it's kooky, you know? And then you get like strange coins come back, but they're only, they're only used in this scenario. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and when you go back, like you go, you, the, the little area that you navigate to is like a treasure room. And if you it, like, they have a hunter section, a Titan section and a warlock section. And for every rank that you get, it's it's just like a normal playlist activity where no you don't losing doesn't derank you, like as long as you just keep playing it you can continue you continually go up, mm-hmm. and as you increase in rank and you have what are called treasure keys that you get from the activity, you can get um, an exclusive ornament set for your character type. I mean if you have more than one character you can always do it for all of them they're yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also there's a ship uh, a sparrow I think um, a ghost shell whatever you may be. And that's also how you get like the, the 30th anniversary weapons. So the BR, the sword, um, oh, okay. and that stuff. I have, I haven't even purchased the 30th anniversary set. It's up to you if you want to, um, you do need to purchase it to get access to the dungeon, which gets you uh Gallerhorn again. Yeah. Um, but they said that content's not going away right away. Right. Like, I nope, it's it not late it, and still run it. It's not being vaulted to my knowledge. Yeah. That's good. But I will say this. I believe as of now, you can no longer play the Forsaken campaign. That got vaulted. Wow. But what's funny is that, you know, that hall of monuments, like where you can purchase old exotics. Yeah. So that was flashing for me. I'm going on. I'm sorry. I'll I'll move on shortly. It was flashing for me. Right. And that means like you have something there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't have a cipher to use. Um, Turns out. I think it's because I owned it. I got three free Forsaken ciphers. Oh. And that's all that was required to purchase the Forsaken exotic. You didn't need any other materials. So I got Bad Juju, is I love that pulse rifle. I got Thorn, is I've never gotten Thorn yet. And I got uh, the Truth Rocket Launcher, which I'll never use. Yeah. I, I picked up Thorn just for the fact of how uh, the much dots. Of- the dots? Yeah, the damage over time. Yeah. And how, how much of a beast it is in trials. Oh, yeah. Just because someone, you, you stop damaging someone, they move away undercover. That that thorn gives you that, oh, they're, they're still not damaging they're, them. They're still damaging. We have time to push. Yep. And what is it? Is it three or four ticks to, like, three or four shots yeah. to, like, kill them I think it's with four. the ticks? Yeah, maybe way, three with, a, with all headshots, maybe three, but. And also, I want to I want to give. I, sh- I talk about destiny a lot right now, but I do want to It's I'm playing a lot. Bungie. Uh, Bungie. Yeah, it's Bungie. Uh, so 
the one thing I want to say is they're doing their store. Now, granted, they've been around for a while, but they're doing their store right where like these weapon ornaments that you can get are fucking cool. Like there's a, there's a taken version of thorn like yeah. with the, with the ghostly effect on it and whatnot. There's a, there's a lava version of the sunshot which has like molten rock on it. And it's like, it has the red lava pulsating through it. Like there's just cool shit like that in the store. Halo infinite doesn't have that. <laughs> Not yet. And that's, that's, that's the type of shit that I want for halo infinite. Right. I want those just really fucking cool weapon skins, armor coatings, whatever it may be. The ornaments that destiny have just look super cool too. It's, it's all this stuff that I want for this franchise that I love so much. And obviously we're in the first fucking year. Very, very early. The game literally released a month ago. Less than. So yeah. clearly there is plenty of time for these things to happen and they probably will. It's just, I really want these things to happen. I'd gladly spend money on it. Um, Yeah, that's all. It's really all I played. I'm sorry to go on about it. Let's get into some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. That included uh, Nugis, N-I-W-G-E-S. I apologize for butchering your name. My apologies. Um, also, we had Relent, Anthony ADHD, Brando Fett. Thank you all very much for the follows. Greatly appreciated. We have the Eric gifted sub to sub spirit rages, uh, 17 month resub Zarners with the eight month resub and Turo with the brand new sub. Thank you all so much for subbing. Greatly appreciated. Happy belated birthday to hoaxer. Hashtag not just a coach and congratulations to real life Spartan on be on joining status quo as a content creator. Congratulations to you, sir. Keep, keep, Keep keeping it at 117%. Community creations, I have a bunch of them for you today. I got a boatload, a buttload, a metric fuckton, a smorgasbord, a charcuterie board of, <laughs> of community creations. Halo memes every day, red.com forward slash r forward slash halo memes. Clips of the week number 138 by High Tech Redneck. That video released today. Halo Infinite map fly through. This is by Halo Creation. They're fantastic. Go check them out. The four most OP oddball tricks in Halo Infinite by Hidden Reach and Infinite's new oddball movement tech, solo jumps, buddy jumps, and more by LB Bubba. Go check those videos out. We have Halo's perspective on COD. What is actually the issue? Uh, this is the Eavesdrop podcast, episode 119 with Trippy as the guest, as a matter of fact, it's by Hex. We have Vertical Slice, issue number three, by Brian Makes Games. Big, big fan of Brian Makes Games. Go check out his newsletter. It's called Vertical Slice. Uh, issue number three is all Halo all the time. Go read it. Halo War with Pro Players, number one and two. This is by HCS. These are the videos that they debuted at Raleigh, um, and they're really funny. You should go watch them. Speaking of Raleigh, HCS Major Raleigh 2021 team stats is by Power Up. We had individual stats. Now we got the team stats. Go check that out. And then we have two photo collections as well. 
one by Rachel Evans and one by Martin Garcia from HCS Raleigh. Go check those photos out. The best sets of brothers in Halo history by Moses of 400GG. Go check the article out. Hey, this is, this is really fucking cool too. A home version of professional broadcasting tools by Chopsky. Chopsky skates, skates, Jesus Christ, I did it too. States, attention aspiring amateur and home esports broadcasters. I made a home version of the professional tools we used to manage schedules and standings on esports broadcasts. Now you can make generic graphics and populate and update text as the show is running. Fucking cool. And finally, Seattle ringing in the new year the right way. This is by the Spartacat. Um, so if you guys have not watched this video yet, literally, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's a space needle in Seattle. Sure. I think so. But um, during the new year's countdown, they played the halo two theme. Like as it was counting down and nice. the lights, the lights were two and everything. And then when it reached zero, Beyonce's Halo started playing. Wow. How fucking cool is that? Wow. Yeah, so it, it's a real thing. It exists. The link's in the Google Doc and the show notes of the show. Exclamation point, show notes in chat. Or if you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, check it out in the description. It's there. And it's fucking rad. It's a real thing. Um, And what better? The, the best part is that I love Beyonce's Halo so much. I love that song. And so the fact that it starts when the countdown reaches zero, I'm like, oh, this is so fucking cool. Um, that's it for the community creations that I have. And that means that's it for episode 216. So, Will, without further ado, would you mind plugging the show? You can find us on your favorite podcast. Here is Just Search for HHS Pro talking you know, around like iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. And Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast. Go check us out there. You can join the Discord, join the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show or the link tree on our Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, you can find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can watch us on YouTube. If you're looking for VODs, go check us out there. We're live on Twitch every Monday around 7 p.m., mostly on Monday. Sometimes schedules change and things happen, but you know. What it is. It is what it is. Uh, you can go to hsproject.com. Find a link to stuff there. You can. Shows. Other shows. Yes. Other things happening. Yes. Check it out. I'm updating the uh, the network tab of our website as well. Very nice. Yes. I saw the, I saw the messages. Yes. Going down. Um, yes. And don't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. If you want Lord Mission Books, Blocks, or Top of Halo News Stories, go check out their shows, Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief Book Club, Bills with Blocks, and Halo Headlines. What website, Will? Halopodcast.com. Your home for Halo. And I will leave you with this. A rock, right? A rock. When it becomes liquid, it's called lava, right? Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah. A glacier. Yeah? It's considered a rock. Okay. When that glacier melts. It turns into water. It becomes water. Yep. Water liquid. is lava. <laughs> Josh, you want to let the fine people know what's on the next episode? Ladies and gentlemen, while I bash my fucking head in after that debacle of whatever the hell that was on next week's episode we have our hcs pro series results we're going to talk about those and uh hey maybe some shit happens with call of duty we'll 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 have to wait and see uh justin says oh my god that reminded me i found a halo theme in the style of doom and it's the best thing i've listened to all month vacuuming my house was intense please send it to us please 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 
ladies and gentlemen, uh, even with the OBS bullshit that happened, that is going to, for the audio folks, just to give you a heads up, OBS crashed. So we had to do, uh, uh, basically a cutoff point for the live show and then bring it right back. So, uh, there's that, but ladies and gentlemen, with that bullshit out of the way, that has been episode 216 of HCS pro talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. If you're here for the live show, thank you for taking the time out of your night for tuning in live. Greatly appreciated. Thank you all for the brand new follows and subs as well. We'll be back next week to talk about who fucking knows what, but it's going to be a fun time because you know why? Because we're here talking with you and that's all that matters because we love you. And, uh, um, do the do. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us. We'll be back next week, but until then, bye-bye!